Okay, so first podcast. Hi, everyone. My name is Isabel Hope, and I kind of introduced myself a little bit on the podcast trailer, and I'm sure I'm going to be just continuously introducing myself every episode um, and just telling you guys more things about me. But all you really need to know for right now is that Overly Invested is going to be a podcast where I talk about what I'm overly invested in and where I interview a bunch of amazing people who are just doing incredible things that they're really passionate about, and we're going to talk about what they are overly invested in as well. Um, Let's think. What else do I want to say? Well, I think I should start by saying that today is not going to be an interview episode of this show. There will be an interview episode next week, and I think just for the future weeks indefinitely, I will be interviewing somebody, um, as far as I can tell from just what I've planned in my brain so far, (laughs) and the interviews I've already done. So you guys will see amazing people on this, what is this called? Not a channel, this is like a, on this podcast. Wow, I am not a professional at this. (laughs) But you guys will see incredible people starting next week and onward from there. Um, And you're really going to love it. We're going to talk about activism and fun stuff and pop culture and serious stuff and anything they're overly invested in, anything I'm overly invested in is probably going to come up on the show. Um, And I made this podcast for two main reasons. Number one, because I need an excuse to talk about my obsessions. As an autistic person, I get incredibly like obsessed with things and have very hyper fixations, um, have very intense hyper fixations about things. And like, I love talking about them with my mom, who is my best friend, who I'm quarantined with right now. And I talk to her about them. I talk to them. Wait, gosh, words are hard. I talk to her about them all the time, but I want an excuse to talk to other people, honestly, because I just think like I only thrive when I'm talking to one person, like a sustained conversation. I'm not good with a lot of people. I'm not good with crowds or public speaking. It's just, for me, it's more about that intimate, intimate connection. (laughs) I also feel like it's really important to have this podcast because, I don't know, I think maybe this is because I'm a neurodivergent, atypical autistic person, (laughs) but I think that the world oftentimes wants to hurry people along just for convenience, like just because we live in this capitalist, go, 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 hustle kind of society. I'm doing so many arm motions right now that you guys can't see, but it is happening. Um, And I just really want to create a space where people can just talk about what they're obsessed with and what they're overly invested in and their special interests, their passions, things they care about and things they're doing um, without feeling like they have to be smoothed over or, <laughs> or shut up about anything. Because I feel like that a lot living in the neurotypical real world, which I'm currently not really in because it's a pandemic. But before the pandemic, I was out on a limb every time I was in a public space because I felt like I was living one life and then other people were living another life. Whoa, how did this get so deep? Okay. (laughs) Didn't you love that I was trying to do like an intro and then it became a tangent about autism? Of course it did. Uh, And this is the podcast for tangents, honestly. But some disclaimers about me. I talk incredibly fast, and you're probably hearing that by now. So I want to give you a little tip. I listen to podcasts on Apple Podcasts. I'm sure if you listen on Spotify or insert your podcasting platform here, they have this tool, but you can slow me down. There's like a little time thing where you can hit like, I don't know, 2x or (laughs) I don't know what they actually mean, but you can slow my voice down because I would like to say I'm going to talk slower in the future, but... Um, (laughs) that might not be the case. So I apologize if this is like a lot for you. Um, other fast talkers will understand my plight because 
I have done things in the past and people have just not understood any of it. So I will try my best to be slow, but if you want like like um, reassurance, then I would just slow my voice down. Also, as you probably noticed already, I say like a lot. Um, it's one of my words that just trips me up. I'm trying to not say it right now. I'm, I'm probably not gonna filter myself on that too much. Um, but if you are, if you are annoyed by that, then I don't really know what to tell you. It's just something I do. I'll try to be more mindful about it, but I can't make any promises. Okay. I mean, there's other random facts about me that you don't really need to know. Like, I love pizza. I love music. Um, I'm really interested in politics. There's just a bunch of different stuff, and my phone's dying, which has the notes for this episode, so that's a blast. (laughs) But yeah, I'm not too worried about introducing myself on this first episode because I know I'm going to be doing many more of these and we're just going to become fast friends or slow friends who progress. That's also fine. Um, But let's get started with today's episode. This is going to be a solo episode because honestly, when I started to think about starting a podcast, there were many reasons. I've mentioned a few of them for why I wanted to do it, but the main one, honestly, like the first reason that came to my head is because I wanted to talk about this topic um, (laughs) with someone. I'm sure my mom loves hearing me constantly talk about it, but I'm gonna need, I just need an outlet, you know? I really do. (laughs) It's not, it's something where I was just like, who can I talk to this about? And I decided I'll just talk about it with the whole internet. And I don't know how short or long these episodes are gonna be. I don't even know how short or long this episode's gonna be. Probably not that long. I'm probably just gonna talk about this for a little while, and then we will continue on our merry way. But this episode is going to be about, I'm not even sure what I'm titling this yet. I think it's going to be about like the driver's license, love triangle, Disney channel, music, drama. Like I don't want to talk about drama. I want to go ahead and make that very clear. I don't care. I don't care about the love lives of the people who are in this supposed driver's license triangle. Um, And if you don't know what that is, I don't even know if I could explain it to you well enough. So I might just ask you to Google it, but if, you, if you've been on social media, you most likely know what it is. Um, and so, yeah, that's what we're going to be talking about today a little bit. Um, like I said, I'm not going to hate anybody. Really, this whole episode is just going to be me talking about the flourishing music careers of three Disney Channel icons, <laughs> and that's going to be the whole episode. So if you're here for any negativity or drama or tea, this is the wrong platform to be on. This is going to be me like geeking out over three incredible musicians and this whole love story situation, which like, even if it's not real, I'm very overly invested in this. <laughs> and I don't care about who they should date, who they're not dating, who they were dating. I That's all on them. That's all their choice. I don't even care about who I'm dating or not dating. <laughs> like, I have no interest in anything to do with relationships. I'm really just here for the music and the bops and the storylines. Um, I'll try to sum up really quickly for those of you who don't know. I barely know all of this, so again, you might want to Google it, but Olivia Rodrigo released a song a while ago called Driver's License, and it was incredible, and it is incredible, and it reached number one on all of the charts in the world, just, it did that, (laughs) and basically that song talked about her experience with a boy who apparently taught her how to drive, and then she got her driver's license, but he had moved on and had started dating a blonde girl, um, but she still loved him, and so she drove around the suburb sobbing, basically, which is relatable on so many levels. And a lot of people assume that 
boy she was singing about was Joshua Bassett, who is her co-star from her TV show, High School Musical, The Musical, The Series. That's a whole other episode on that show. You guys have to watch it. It's great. Um, but High School Musical, The Musical, The Series is a great show, and it stars Joshua and Olivia, and people kind of just put the pieces together through some past details, past interviews. I, I don't even know what, but people figured out that the song is most likely about him. So after Olivia released Driver's License and Josh put out some of his own music, Sabrina Carpenter, who everyone assumes is the blonde girl that Olivia was singing about in Driver's License, this is a lot of internet speculation, but it is based on some pretty strong evidence, pictures, videos, um, and I'm, I also would stand by that this is true, so I think, um, obviously nothing is fact yet, they haven't confirmed anything, but it's, you know, there's been a lot of pictures and videos and, and people are pretty sure this is a thing. Um, Olivia Rodrigo wrote about a blonde girl in her song. That was Sabrina Carpenter, who is now dating Joshua Bassett. And, and that's the tea so far. <laughs> and well, Sabrina's song is called Skin. And in the song, she talks about how the internet has been so hateful toward her and certain people have mentioned her in songs and mentioned her name and other things. And she feels like they can't get under her skin because she's happy. She's with her boyfriend, people are assuming that's Joshua, um, and so everything is good for her, but she's like, I'm unbothered. She's remaining unbothered. Um, and yeah, there's still a chance that these songs are not about any of these people, um, but they are all over the internet, and I happen to be fans of all three of them, so why not just chat about it? So I need to take you guys back, if you want my real feelings on this, to me in 2014, which was, it feels like me from a million years ago, but <laughs> In 2014, I was a fan of the show Girl Meets World, which Sabrina Carpenter starred in, and that is where, first of all, that's where the first love triangle took place. I don't know if, if you guys watch Girl Meets World, you know what I'm talking about, but there was a love triangle, there was a love triangle on that show, and I think that's where things really started. <laughs> I'm totally kidding. None of that was true. That was just the show. I just think it's funny that people are now putting Sabrina in another love triangle when her character was on one. So I watched Sabrina on Girl Meets World. I thought she was awesome. I thought the show was awesome. I was a super fan of the show. And then I became a super fan for Sabrina actually in 2015 um, during the Eyes Wide Open era. She released an album called Eyes Wide Open in 2015. She was 15. I believe I was 13. So I was just, I looked up to her as if she were a god. <laughs> and And I was just obsessed. I went to tapings of Girl Meets World. I went to, I think, five of her concerts. I met her many times, um, which I'm going to talk about a little bit more in a few minutes, but I, I had a fan account for her, and I listened to her music, and I have been listening to her music ever since. I, I no longer have a fan account, but I, <laughs> I have listened to her music consistently, all of it, downloaded all of it since 2015, I believe. Um, so that's my backstory with Sabrina, and that's important to this whole thing because she has always been my, like, favorite human, favorite artist. I think she's so cool and so great, and I've been a fan of her for so many years, so seeing her rocket to the spotlight has been very jarring and very interesting and exciting. Um, so more recently, I watched High School Musical, the musical, the series, and like I said at the beginning, I loved it. I, I really loved the show. Um, thought it was great. Really excited for season two. The music was stellar um and I saw that Olivia Rodrigo was the star of it and I kind of looked her up online I saw that she posted original songs on Instagram and first of all 
I became obsessed with Driver's License well before it hit the mainstream charts because she posted that song on her Instagram forever ago, and I was so here for it. Um, and she has posted amazing songs on her Instagram. She's one of the best new songwriters that there is. So I was here for that from the beginning, and I saw just everything coming. Like, I saw the fact that she was going to release music, and I was like, yeah, when she releases music, she will be famous. Everyone will love her, and call me psychic, (laughs) but it happened. So I kind of want to talk about each of their music catalogs, or maybe that's the wrong thing. I want to talk about each of their music projects recently and, like, what I thought about it, starting with Driver's License. First of all, that song is ridiculous. (laughs) That song is remarkably good. I am beyond, I'm proud of that song and I'm proud of her and I don't even know her. I don't know much about her and I'm still like, wow, you go girl. 17 years old. She's the number one song in the world right now. As I'm recording this, she is. I don't know what's happened. I don't know if someone's released another response song, but, (laughs) but as of right now, she's killing it. Um, and more importantly than that, the song is just really good. Like, her vocals in the song are incredible. The bridge, like, <laughs> thinking about the bridge of Driver's License gives me a serotonin boost for days. I will listen to that song and just scream the bridge of that song. It's so good. I can't go on about it because you guys should just listen to it. But seriously, it's an incredible song. The music video is so pretty. It's so good. It's just, it was a perfect debut single. You know, like, I feel, I feel so happy that this was her debut project because she just hit it out of the park. And now she is a internationally recognized artist. And it's so cool. But Driver's License was such an incredible first project. Um, So after I saw the music video for Driver's License, I went on TikTok. At the time, I was still, like, consistently going on TikTok. I've kind of cut that out of my life since then, but the TikToks about driver's license really, I think, propelled the song to be as successful as it is. Obviously, it's an incredible song first and foremost, but also people made TikToks from every point of view singing the driver's license song, so they would make a song from the car's perspective or from the blonde girl's perspective or from I don't even know, the gas pumps perspective that filled up the fuel for her to drive around the suburbs. Like, that is how creative it was getting. And TikTok became the home base for this drama. Part of why I didn't love the TikTok drama is because I felt like it was getting too mean and just too, like, clickish. Um, But the creativity of the songwriting and the creativity of the covers people would do of it were just immaculate. Um... And I do think that's why it's so popular still is because TikTok and young people and my generation has really propelled the song to the top of the charts where it is now. And, you know, a lot of people, I'm sure a lot of adults, maybe maybe I'm generalizing here, but I'm I'm guessing a lot of people could be very condescending about the song and how it got successful and the fact that it's just a teenage girl breakup song anthem. But in reality, when young people connect with something, we do have the ability to like propel it into the stratosphere and we can make our voices heard in a really big way in every element of society. So it's just, it's a weird flex to me to be condescending toward Generation Z and millennials, but that's a different podcast. (laughs) So I'm not entirely familiar with Joshua Bassett's music, meaning I've only heard one song from him, but 
Lie Lie Lie, which is a song I've heard, is so good in my opinion. I think all of these songs are great, but his song in particular, I think the music video is amazing. I think his voice is great. I just, I think he is impressive. I don't know. I'm just, I'm a big fan, you know? I don't know enough about him to like rave about him, but Lie 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 is a bop and I love it. But I have noticed that it seems like every Thursday there's some kind of drama that comes comes on with all of this stuff. And it feels like I'm watching some kind of cable TV show about just the lives of teenagers and young people. You know one of those Netflix shows that I'm sure exists where it's like every week something super dramatic happens. And, and you're just on the edge of your seat even though you kind of know what's going to happen. <laughs> That's my experience with this whole love triangle. But getting back to the music a little bit, I heard Sabrina was releasing a song. When I heard that Sabrina was releasing a song, I was like, oh, this is so cool. You know, she hasn't put out music in about a year or two. Maybe I'm wrong about that, but I know it's been a while. And I was like, hey, a new song by her. How exciting. My little naive self, I was like, this could be about anything. <laughs> I was like, maybe this will be about, I don't know, flowers. I, I didn't say that, but I was thinking in super naive terms, I was like, she'll probably just release this about something random. Yes, the timing is a little bit weird because everyone is talking about her. By the way, I didn't mention this, but everyone was sub was sending Sabrina crazy amounts of hate, and I'm going to talk about that in a minute, but it is context for this. The internet completely just slut-shamed her and attacked her for something they weren't even sure of at the time, and it was just sad, but anyway, I'm going to get to that in a minute. Basically, I was out here like, Hell yeah, Sabrina Carpenter, my favorite, my ultimate person I stand on earth right now is releasing a song. Yay! Like, I was here for it. And then up until that point, I still had no indication or no idea that it was going to be about the drama that's going on, about everything that's happening. Um, I was still just like, this could be about whatever. Maybe this is about tacos. I don't know. <laughs> I was like, I was... I guess I, maybe I was in denial or something, but I was like, she would never talk about something going on. She'll probably just save that for like a later project. She'll make it really vague, really subtle. People will wonder, but they'll never really know. I thought she was going to pull one of those yeah, Taylor Swift kind of things where, you know, Taylor Swift will release a project a long time after something happens in her life and she'll reference it and people will make guesses as to what it's about and maybe connect the dots. But she's never just like, this is what I'm singing about. I hate this person or something like that. You know, she's very um, creative and maybe creative is not the right word. I mean, she is creative, but she's very like secretive about who she writes about and about her, her wording. You know, she uses a lot of metaphors. She doesn't actually just come out and say direct things a lot of the time. Um, but <laughs> my naivete took a backseat when I heard Skin because when I tell you guys my reaction to that song was something I don't think I'll ever forget. I screamed. I didn't scream loud enough to wake up my mom because this was 1am by the way, but I did scream and have to like cover my mouth and I inhaled taking a gasp at the same time and I just completely lost my shit to be honest because, and she's since put out a statement kind of clarifying what the song is about, but at the time, if you listen to that song in context of all the drama that had been going on with the driver's license song, with Olivia, with Joshua, you know exactly what you were thinking because she just went off. <laughs> and it was awesome. My thoughts on Skin are that, number one, it's a beautiful song. It's a great song. It's so good. Like, I'm dancing to it. I'm jamming to it. It's giving me very 2021 
we're out here, we're living our best lives, we're unbothered, that kind of vibes. Um, so I think it's a great song. I think her vocals on it are great. I think the lyrics are great. I'm a big fan. I've also said this before, but I don't like the hate that I'm seeing Sabrina getting for two big reasons. I've met Sabrina a lot, and I've met her many times, and she is the kindest human being that I've ever met in my life. And if you ask anyone else who's met her, maybe not anyone, but most people, all the people I know who've met her will say the same thing. She is just crazy nice. Like, she makes every single person she meets feel like they are the only person on earth. She makes everyone feel special. She is always nice. She is funny. And I say always, like, I don't know her, but every time I've seen her or been in a room with her or spoken to her, she's always been kind to everyone else in that room. And you know, you see her do like live streams and and stuff where she's interacting with people in her life and she's the same and everyone else I know who's met her has said the same things about her and I just, I don't like seeing her get this much hate because, I don't know, I've just never met a nicer person. It's like someone like that just doesn't deserve to be speculated about in the way that people are speculating about her um, because she's just the best, most genuine person I've met. Um, and I don't think that it's inauthentic. I think that's just genuinely who she is. Cause I think I've met her enough times to be able to tell like if she was faking or something, but she is just a great human being. So <laughs> that's the first reason that bothered me just on a personal level. I'm like, Oh my God, this girl is the nicest person ever. And she's so hardworking and also just so genuinely talented. And I just don't think, I mean, of all the people in the universe right now who probably deserve some some negativity their way. I don't think she's at the top of the list. <laughs> but that was the first reason it bothered me. The other reason why the hate she was getting bothered me, this was probably the bigger one, was because I don't know if I'm going to be able to articulate this in the best way possible. So let me just slow down for a second and think about how I'm going to say this. But I feel like when Olivia released Driver's License, everybody was obviously so incredibly proud and happy and impressed with the way she was honest and vulnerable about her emotions and she came out Olivia said what she was feeling she put her heartbreak fully into the song and everybody connected with it and she got tons of praise I I think it's incredible as well um I I'm including myself in this praise because I think she's great um she got a lot of praise for saying how she felt and for being honest and for not mincing words I guess for not hiding it just for coming out and saying this is my emotion these are my emotions these are my feelings deal with it. Like, this is what I'm dealing with right now. So I saw her get all of that praise for being honest, and I was giving her so much praise for being honest, and I still do. I still think all of those things are true. But then Sabrina came out with her song, Skin, and she said how she felt about the situation. <laughs> I'm not going to go through all of the lyrics in that song because I want you all to have the listening experience that I did, but um, she said her thoughts on what she's been through in her life, not just with this situation, but with other things. Um, she said how she felt, and honestly, a lot of people thought that she sounded maybe rude, maybe disrespectful, maybe petty, mean. I've heard some of these adjectives being thrown around about skin, and I just noticed that we kind of really applauded one girl for saying how she felt and singing her genuine emotions when she was sad and when she was heartbroken and when she was just in this state of, like, pain. We were like, yes, queen, you do you, obviously, as we should have been because it was a great song. But Sabrina comes out and says, like, you know what? I love my life. I love myself. 
I'm not going to be bothered by this because I'm in a great relationship and I'm proud of it. And she, yeah, she was a little bit shady and a little bit mean and maybe, I mean, maybe a little bit petty. I don't know. You can make your own decisions on that. But my thing is like, why is she not allowed to be if that's how she honestly feels? Where is this rule that says young women who make music have to be likable? Where is this rule that says what Sabrina releases has to make you like her more or has to make you respect her more? I think we do this to a lot of girls in the music industry and I guess in other industries as well where we think like, you know, we want Sabrina and we want other young women to be sad and apologetic and I think a lot of people wanted Sabrina to come out with a song, you know, maybe humbly reflecting on her role and, and kind of being sad and keeping her head down and she just came out and was confident and she said you know you can't get under my skin when he's on my skin and <laughs> which was an iconic lyric um but people did think she was petty and did think she was mean but I just feel like is it not does she not have the right to be petty and mean in her work in her music and like I don't think she was mean in the song you know maybe she was trying to be maybe she was not I have no idea but I just feel like we shouldn't go down the slippery slope of saying artists, young women artists, young female artists can't be mean and can't be petty and can't be dramatic and can't flaunt their relationship in their music because I see young male artists do that all the time. And Sabrina did not, Sabrina was not required to make a song that made you respect her more and made you like her more. And I now understand I am lecturing the shit out of this podcast. <laughs> I'm looking at my recording thing right now and I'm just like, wow, I have not stopped talking now for a too long amount of time. <laughs> my point is just, my first instinct on this is just like, this was toxic misogyny because Olivia and Sabrina are getting way more hate than Joshua is getting in the situation. And by the way, none of them really deserve hate at all because we don't know them and we don't know their lives. But the misogyny part is what bothers me because this, people, I, I bring this up to people and they're like, oh, it's just teenage Disney Channel drama. I see this shit everywhere. I'm sure you do too. This idea that girls have to be likable, apologetic, accommodating, respectful, and sad a lot of the time. Like, I do think there was a reason that Olivia wrote this beautiful song. Everybody loved it because she was so authentic. That's what it was. It was so authentic with her emotion, her heartbreak, her genuine, honest, vulnerable emotions. Sabrina was honest about her genuine vulnerable emotions, but because they weren't vulnerable emotions we like to see in young women, I think we'd had a different reaction. Um, and when I say we, I mean a lot of the haters. I was obsessed with the song from the very beginning. I stand by it. <laughs> but you know, I think we've seen this happen before with other young women in the music industry. And I know I, I don't normally like to say young female artists because I don't think that's very nice <laughs> because I think people should be treated equally and we don't really say young male artists but I say I specify female here because it does happen to women and and it doesn't happen to men in the same way see Joshua Bassett who's released songs about this and has not gotten slut shamed <laughs> sadly the negative impacts of this drama are going to hurt Olivia and Sabrina's music careers worse than they will hurt the man in the situation and that's not that's not hate toward Joshua it's just the way misogyny works and the way the music industry can sometimes hurt women and I don't know, it just made me mad because like, I loved seeing Sabrina. Maybe this is because I'm autistic. I'm bringing it back to autism, you guys. I'm full circling this shit. Um, we're full circling it. Maybe this is because I'm autistic, but I really love seeing somebody come out and say what they're thinking and what they mean, even if, 
it's mean. Like, <laughs> I know that might sound wrong, but I love seeing somebody just be like, unapologetic. I think that's what it is. I just love that because so many, so much of the time it's just this small talk and this pretending. And I just love seeing Sabrina come out here and say, just, you want my heart to be breaking, but that's not happening right now, basically. was I'm paraphrasing that, but that's, <laughs> that's the gist of it. And I love her just feeling herself, owning her power in that song. And I love what Olivia did, owning her power. And I just wish we could accept the full emotional spectrum for young women in music and not require them to be likable to us and to what we've always heard. Um, and yeah, I, I've somehow made this podcast go from autism to Disney Channel back to autism and now to toxic misogyny, but that's to be expected from my show. Hi, I'm Isabel. Welcome. But I'm not going to make this a podcast that's an hour long or anything. Just to wrap up, I'm so excited about all of their music careers. The fact that we're getting this many bops out of this whole love triangle is just uh, incredible. I'm so excited about it. Like, like I hate that some of them are dealing with relationship troubles. I really do. But if they could just keep writing these bangers, it would make me very happy. Um, it would be more convenient for me <laughs> if they could keep getting their hearts broken. I'm, I'm totally kidding. But but yeah, I'm just waiting for like, I'm waiting for, you know, Joshua's second cousin's sister's hairdresser to write a response song to this at this point. Like, I feel like everyone's just coming out of the woodwork, saying their thoughts, saying their feelings. Um, and I love to, I love it, honestly. I just think we need more of this feuding through song, really, is what I think needs to happen. Um, but I also don't believe it's a feud because Sabrina released a statement and she said that Olivia's song was magnificent, as it is. And I just think... I think they're all, all three of them are going through a very maybe basic young love situation that a lot of people, young people go through. And I think the internet has blown it out of proportion and over, over dramatized. I think that's it. Over dramatized it to now there's like, there's narratives and there's heroes and there's villains. And I think that's really damaging and unhealthy. So I wish we could just get more of this music, maybe push away this drama a little bit, bop to some new songs. Um, I just actually, as I'm filming this, not filming, I'm recording this. Wow. <laughs> as I'm recording this, I just watched the music video for Skin, and it was beautiful, and it was so good. And God, is she pretty. Could Sabrina Carpenter be any prettier? If you guys think she's pretty online, you have to see her in person. <laughs> like, you will faint because she's so gorgeous in person. Now, obviously, more than that, she's, like, intelligent and talented, but she's just damn so pretty. My God, this is my like bisexuality coming out right now. I got to end this before I go on another hour long episode about how stunning she is and how beautiful Olivia are and how I wish we could just like lift up gorgeous, intelligent, incredible women and maybe just leave, not leave white men behind. Obviously, you know, straight white men, good for you, but, <laughs> but maybe we just, you know, don't really do much of that right now, if that makes sense. Like, if you're a straight white man listening to this, you're probably very offended at this current moment. Um, and I wish I could explain to you about this whole toxic, toxic misogyny thing and what it feels like, but I think my main point of this is just I cannot wait to see where all of their music careers continue to go. I'm so proud of all of them. I hope that Olivia and Sabrina get the most benefits out of this, um, out of both of their careers like I hope they both are getting the praise and the um accolades that they deserve for this um 
and I'm just so excited, you guys. And I also hope that people stop condescending to young people because clearly we have some taste. Um, <laughs> we can clearly put things where we want them to be, whether that's on the charts or in the White House. You know, young people can come through when needed. So there's just a lot of my thoughts. That was my word vomit, my brain dump, my... <laughs> God, brain dump is such a gross term. Did I just invent that? Tell me I did not invent that. No. Okay. I'm good. But yeah, waiting for the next song, waiting for all of their albums. Okay. Can we talk about that for a second? Oh my god. Yes. Please. Please give me 16 tracks, all of what they just did. And also, I want that Olivia Rodrigo, Sabrina Carpenter collab more than anything. They're absolutely going to do that one day. You just know it. And it's going to be the marketing, like, the marketing, um, what's that word? The marketing epiphany. Um, <laughs> Sabrina and Olivia are definitely going to collab one day and it is going to be like the marketing heaven because everyone's going to just lose their shit and I'm so here for that. So let's keep going till that day. Let's keep listening to all of their music. Let's not send hate to anybody over the internet because it's that's dumb and pointless. Um, and I will see you guys on the next episode. Starting next week, we will be getting back to I say getting back like we've done this so far. This is actually the first full episode of the podcast. Um, <laughs> but starting next week, we will be interviewing people. We will be talking to activists, talking to leaders, talking to young people, talking to older people. We will be talking about everything that we are overly invested in, that I am overly invested in. There probably will not be another solo episode for a while. So if you guys didn't like this, don't worry. I got other people coming in here to kind of manage my crazy. <laughs> um, but the next episode of this show will be up on Friday. The next Friday, this, this show's coming out every Friday, so like, I don't know days off the top of my head, but every Friday, you look in your podcast, you'll see this show. I can promise you that, because um, I'm so excited about this. I really believe in the power of talking about what you're passionate about, and just not being ashamed to be obsessed and passionate and overly invested in things, and so that's what we're doing. I hope, I hope you guys have a great day. I hope you guys have a great time. I will talk to you next Friday. Um... Yeah, thanks so much. Stream driver's license, stream skin, stream all of Joshua Bassett's stuff that I can't name right now because I don't actually remember all the names, but stream all of it because we, we love good music in 2021, you guys. <laughs> okay, I'll see you guys later. I'll talk to you guys later. I'm a mess, um, but thanks for listening. Bye. If you like this podcast, be sure to give it a review on whatever platform you're listening to. You can follow the podcast on Instagram and Facebook at Overly Invested and on Twitter at Overinvested. I will see you next Friday. Um, stay obsessed, stay invested, stay awesome.